welcome to the sixth and final episode of Prima Donna, a comedy by yours truly Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. When we left our friends, Richard and Barney had just discovered why Jack had been so mysterious about Eva's identity, and Barney had discovered Eva's lustful intentions towards him. Will Eva have her wicked way with Barney, or will he manage to fly from her clutches? Will Jack's plan to get some free publicity work? Let's join Jack and Anne at home. Jack, have you seen what he's written? Who? The idiot from the local paper. And which particular idiot are you talking about? The one who came to see the rehearsal. The one you invited. Oh, that idiot. Have you read it? I didn't know they'd published anything. Well, they have, and it's outrageous. Really? It makes us sound like a bunch of sex-crazed, wife-swapping perverts. Oh? It sounds as if our rehearsals are a hotbed of lust and depravity. Oh? Is that all you can say? No. Well? Good. Good? Excellent. Good? Excellent? Couldn't be better, in fact. What? It makes a sound as if... Exactly. Good fun. What? Anne, have you never heard that there's no such thing as bad publicity? Look at the papers, full of smut and innuendo about famous people, so-called celebrities, and what effect does it have on them? It just adds piles to their bank balance. And why? Because we're all prurient, peeping toms at heart. We just love gossip, and the more outrageous it is, the better. You're actually happy to let people think that we're practically running orgies at our rehearsals? Delighted. If it brings people in to see our show, and maybe even gets us new members... But... But what? You're not going to do anything about it. Oh, yes. You are? Oh, yes. I'm going to write a letter to the editor in the strongest possible terms, calling for his paper to print a full and immediate retraction of all these lies, distortions and downright calumnies. And what if they don't? Whether they do or they don't, I'll invite, uh, what's his name, the idiot, out for a drink and thank him personally for all the publicity. Then I will suggest to him that he writes another column replying to our cries of outrage. Maybe he could start some sort of vendetta against the amateur theatre and its corrupting influence on the moral standards of this green and pleasant land. You never know, we might start a real war of words, which could keep us going until the next show. Now, what could we do that might invite misinterpretation? La cage au fol, uh, cross-dressing, rampant homosexuality, cabaret, same thing, uh, but with a touch of anti-Semitism thrown in. It might help his career, too, from, from, from local paper to the sun in one easy step. You are disgraceful. Yes, I know. Disgusting! Immoral! Mm. Outrageous! A genius! Oh!
Right, everyone, listen carefully. This is the dress rehearsal, so it's, it's the last opportunity for us to get things right. When we get to the tech run, though, there won't be time for us to stop and start. Only the lighting and sound people, okay? So any costumes that don't fit, see Anne. Anything else, see me. We'll be starting in just a minute. Or as soon as Eva gets here. Anne, my costume doesn't fit. It doesn't seem to cover my chest. <laughs> That's deliberate, darling. If you've got it, flaunt it, I always say. Talking of flaunting it, where did you get those legs, Richard? I'm sort of attached to them, Maggie. This costume is a bit short. Oh, I don't think so. You are the god of the underwear. Sorry, the god of the underworld. Ah, bloody her. Your costume looks nice, Chris. Very fetching. Trust you. Where's Barney? Probably sneaking around trying to avoid Eva. Hasn't she caught him yet? They only seem to be in the same room together when there are other people around. Strange, that. He's doing really well. I hope he can keep it up. I think that's what Eva's hoping. Dirty-minded little so-and-so. Who, me? No, Eva. Where is she? No idea. She'll be here, though. I wouldn't miss her big moment. Barney's safe tonight anyway. Too many people for a frontal assault. Oh, I hope you're right. Of course I am. This place is heaving with half-dressed nymphs and things. Really? I hadn't noticed. Hmm. Have you seen Eva? No. Isn't she here? No. I'd like to say it's not like her, but I can't. This is just typical. You should have told us, you know, about Eva. I couldn't. It would have looked like... Nepotism. Worst. Opportunistic nepotism. We'd have understood. You were doing her a favour. We cannot see she's impossible to work with. Impossible's not the word. But she is my sister. I felt I I owed her one last chance. And she can perform. Oh, she can perform, all right. Aggie. Sorry, Jack. I thought it was a bad idea from the start. I know, I know. But if we keep our fingers crossed, I'm, I'm sure it will all go off splendidly. By the way, did you know I got an interview? An interview? Yeah, for a job on the local paper. Don't take any notice of him. I said you could do it. He pours drink down a reporter's throat and then he tries to take the credit for what the poor bloke wrote. I thought it was wonderful and thought it was disgusting. There you go. I've sparked a public debate already. So when's the interview? Wednesday morning. Better make sure you don't enjoy yourself too much at the first night party. <laughs> Wouldn't want to turn up with a hangover. From what I've heard about these journalists, that would fit in just right. Well, good luck anyway. Who's the interview with? Uh, perhaps I could uh, put in a word. It's the new editor, the secretary said. I didn't catch the name, but it's probably nobody you know. Never mind. I'm sure you'll be fine. Ah, Thanks, Jack. Now, where is everyone? Where's Barney? Oh, he's probably not back from the hospital visiting Sharon. Isn't she due out soon? Yes, she's been walking around a bit on her crutches, but she's a whiz in the wheelchair. She'll be out any day now. Well, that's good news. Uh, don't suppose there's any chance of her singing? Oh, I doubt it, Jack. I do know she's learned the whole thing, though. She was so bored that even Offenbach was interesting. Pity she won't be able to make it. She's in a wheelchair, Jack. Even if we disguise it, she'd look like a Dalek moving around the back of the stage. <laughs> we could have hidden her behind a behind a small cloud or oh, something. Oh, Jack, you're incorrigible. OK, everyone, we'll go from the start. We'll take the overture as red. Where's Eurydice? 
Not here, Mike. Not again, Jack. Sorry, Mike. Right, everyone, false alarm. We'll start in ten minutes, if Brunhilde deigns to appear. Jack, Jack, there's something you ought to know. Uh, not just now, Richard. I'm up to my eyes. Oh, no, no, no. You really need to know. Darlings, my Libyan. <laughs> She's got her own costume. Darlings, I'm here. Oh, my God. She can't be a... Oh, yes, she can. Helmet, breastplate, the lot. Are we ready? Eva, what are you wearing? Jack, how lovely. Well, you remember you said there wasn't another costume and how we talked about playing the subtext on the top. Well, this is my subtext. Eva, you you can't. Brunhilde, I, I, I mean, it's... it's, it's well done, Eva. You've got him again. Thought you. <laughs> Jack, it's a joke. <laughs> I'm afraid that at times like this, Jack loses his sense of humour, Eva. But I thought it was funny, darling. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Uh, a joke. <laughs> Very good, Eva. Now, can we please get on? By the way, Jack, why aren't we in the theatre? I thought this was a dress rehearsal. It is, Eva, but we can't afford to to hire the theatre for the dress rehearsal as well as for the tech. The tech alone costs uh, an arm and a leg. So we have to do the show again at technical rehearsal? It's all right. We don't need to do it all, just the scene changes and the lighting and sound cues. But I've worked myself up into a pitch of readiness. Then you'll have to unwork yourself, won't you? Just relax. We'll be starting in five minutes and change the costume, dear. So I suppose there's no orchestra tonight either? No. Well, how am I supposed to adapt to the acoustics without a theatre? Without an orchestra? The same as the rest of us. But I'm not the same as the rest of you. I'm a professional. I have my reputation to think about. It's really not good enough, Jack. No theatre, no orchestra, no acoustics. There is no orchestra at all, Eva. What? But this... It's all done with the minimum number of musicians. We... Nobody can afford real orchestras these days. Not even Cameron Mackintosh. I don't believe I'm hearing this, Jack. How can I perform? How can I give of my best? How can I... Just try. That's all. Just try. Now, why don't you just shut up and get on with it? I think I speak for all of us when I say that considering the amount of talent you have... You've made this show the unhappiest, the most stressful, and the most depressing of any we've ever done. You're just a pain, a nuisance, and a total misfit. And I apologise here and now to the entire cast for thinking that I could give you a chance. Everyone warned me. Because you're my sister, I ignored them all. And believe me, much as I love you, I wish I hadn't got you here. But you are here, and that's an end to it. Just do us all a favour and shut up and get on with your job. Well, that's telling her. Oh dear, I feel so sorry for her. You do? Yes, darling. I suspect that Jack, who's never been cruel to her in his life, will have been the last straw. You see, she's always had so much talent that everyone forgave her everything for that voice. But suddenly she's had it thrust in front of her face that talent isn't everything. Sometimes people got to like you too. 
Oh, dear. Will she walk out? No, she won't walk. Just keep your eye on her, that's all. Shh, we're starting. I wander through the fields that's turning with flowers at my feet. My shepherd love greets me each morning, his lips soft and sweet. Orpheus just drives me mental, his composition style is... She always did know how to make an entrance. She's on form tonight. She certainly is. Why is she staggering, though? Staggering? I haven't noticed. She is, though, isn't she? She knocked over the cornfield. I suppose that counts as staggering. And she's slow in her words, too. Surely not, Richard. Yes, she is. Uh-huh. Drunk again, then? Drunk? Almost oh, certainly, didn't you know? Uh, I feel quite sorry for Orpheus. What do you mean? Well, the way she's threatening Robert with the violin, I thought he was supposed to be playing it. <gasps> I don't think he's going to be playing it now. Not after she smashed it over his head, you mean? He doesn't look very happy, does he? He looks as if he'd like to kill her. So in character for Orpheus. Very authentic. Oops! There goes the chaise long. She's really enjoying this, isn't she? I don't think Jack's very happy, though. Yes, look, she can hardly stand up now. Extremely drunk, I'd say, as an acknowledged expert. That helmet is looking a bit precarious, hanging down over her eyes like that. She can't see. Oh, dear. She's going to fall off the edge of the stage. Yeah? No. Mike's pushed her back upstage again. Oh, that's better. The helmet's moved. She can see again now. The singing has definitely improved, you know. Now that she's completely paralytic, you mean? She's got a real talent for opera. Mm, if not for recognising which way the audience is facing. Barney's on. Oh, that fly costume really suits him. Look, she's trying to spot him. Oh, just what it is. Whoops, he's down. No, he's up again. And now she's trying to suffocate him. With her chest. Interesting approach. She's fallen on top of him now. Looked more like a rugby tackle to me. Hmm. I understand some men will pay good money for what she's doing. I can't see. Is she trying to get him up? No way, I suppose. No, she's not. She's... She's trying to... Oh, that's original. Oh, Eva, you're surpassing yourself. Where'd that wheelchair come from? What wheelchair? The one with Sharon in it. Oh, that's interesting. 
Look, she's going across the stage. Scattering speech. She's very good in that chair, isn't she? Like Bodicea. She's raising her arm. The one with the plaster cast. And... She's going to have one hell of a headache when she wakes up. Well done, Sharon. Whoops. Sorry, everyone. Oh. As for you, darling, I just didn't think you were giving your best performance from down there. Richard Ellis, I'm here for an interview. Oh yes, please take a seat. Mr Ellis is here. Right. Would you like a copy of this morning's edition? There's a whole article about the little contretemps between your leading ladies. I don't need to read it. I was there. We had this dreadful woman who was due to play the lead and she was driving everyone mad with a pretentious nonsense. A real prima donna, you know. Well... The girl she'd been brought in to replace turned up, only to find her trying to take advantage of her boyfriend in the middle of the dress rehearsal. She was drunk as a skunk, of course. So anyway, Sharon bopped her on the head with a plaster cast and laid her out cold. It was fantastic. Anyway, they managed to cart her off at the hospital, and thankfully, Sharon managed to play the part at the opening last night. It was brilliant. So I heard. Nothing like a bit of publicity to increase your audience figures. Yes. Yes, right away. The editor will see you now, Mr Ellis. I'll just show you in. No need, darling. I'll deal with Mr Ellis myself. Eva? (laughs) Miss Rossini, please. Show some respect for your future employer. No calls, please. Mr Ellis and I will be tied up for at least... How long, Richard? An hour? Two? Welcome to hell, Pluto. That was Prima Donna, a play by yours truly, Nigel Holloway. The cast was as follows. Eva Rossini was played and sung by Joe Herco, Jack was Howard Turnbull, and Anne was Lisa Sadie. Barney was played by Paul Buckle, Richard by Kevin Welsh, and Aggie by Janet Holloway. Christine was Fiona Thomas, Doris was played by Cheryl Payne, and Mike was Steve Davis. Sharon was Lorna Welsh, the reporter was Jeff Heenan Davis, and the receptionist was Rachel Jones. Piano accompaniments were by Nicky Rose and Gary Mullins, and the chorus parts were sung by members of the Concept Players Theatre Company. This was a Concept Players presentation for Cattisha Productions. I hope you enjoyed it.